0: Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS, ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and dating without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hi, friends. Welcome back to episode 14. Before we get started, started, I just want anybody who's listening in the state of Texas to know that you're in my prayers and in my thoughts, and for those of you who are listening to this episode later down the road, um, we are having crazy, crazy weather, and the state of Texas is being affected dramatically by it, um, power outages, pipes breaking Um, not having any heat and electricity for hours and hours and hours on end. And so you're in my thoughts and my prayers, and we just hope that you're staying safe and that you have found some shelter Um, and that this doesn't last for very long. I had a very adventurous week. If you are not on my Instagram, um, I decided to try the lip flip. And it's where you get Botox, like, kind of, like, above your lip. And I'm only sharing this with you because it's something that's strange for me to do. I typically don't like to, like, mess with my face. Um, But my lip turns down naturally. And my therapist that I used to go to years and years and years ago... I asked him, like, everyone takes me so seriously, and they think I'm such a serious person. And he's like, oh, it's because your lip naturally turns down instead of up. And so you have a more serious look on your face. And it always stayed with me. And so I was like, you know what? I went to this little women's event, and I was like, I'm going to try it. And it is very strange so far. Full activation, I guess, takes 14 days. And I'm at one week. And so... Um, it's just strange feeling like it really does paralyze (laughs) your lip and Jason did not want me to do anything to my face, but he understands where I was coming from. And I guess it's supposed to only last for three months. And so I thought I'd give it a try. So if you're not on my Instagram, come join me over there. I'm going to post before and afters, but this week I want to talk to you guys about, um, a commitment that I created in my life that made dating so much easier And it's pretty much the foundation for all of, for my coaching. It's the foundation and commitment that I hold for myself when it comes to my clients. And that's really to hold you to the best version of yourself as a dater and as a future partner. So my coaching is not just about giving you a better dating life. It's about giving you the skills and the tools to equip you to be a better partner. My dream is to have hundreds of couples walking around this world thriving in unconventional and conventional partnerships that really work for them. And I focus on getting to the heart of why things haven't worked so that you can have the connection you want now and not later. So I want you having a better dating life right now, not in a year or five years from now because you've struggled long enough. And I've talked about in the past the way that we have been taught information. It's not helpful when it comes to dating. At a young age, we are taught to memorize information, memorize what we're taught in school, memorize what our parents have told us about life or maybe religion or about dating. And then we get into the workforce and we basically memorize our job function. And there is very little problem solving that comes from us. And this way of ingesting information, information, ingesting kind of like the right information, has made our life harder. And when it comes to dating, it's made us extremely inadequate. I see this a lot with my clients when they first come to me. They're often regurgitating what other experts have told them to do. They've taken what other people have said as the right thing for them. And then they wonder why it's not working. And they even come to me wanting me to have all the right answers, and they're looking for me to tell them the right thing to do and Then my clients realize like I'm not going to give them the answers, and they're like on a call they're Telling me, like, Kenna, you're making me think today. And I do it because I love them. And I deeply know that that's what's going to give them the partnership that they want. It's fascinating. When I ask them certain questions, they feel kind of silly because they don't know the answers. They're like, I should know this. This seems like a very logical thing that I should have thought about, or it seems like a logical thing I should know. And I don't know the answer. And I'm like, no, 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 don't feel silly. You've just never asked yourself these questions because we aren't taught to ask ourselves questions. And this is the big difference between my coaching and I think other people's coaching is that I'm not giving my clients my opinions. We are creating a dating life that works for who they are. Some of it includes strategies that I've created and tested out, but most of it is by them and for them. And so what this builds is it builds trust that they have what it takes, the skills, the tools the know-how to create a thriving relationship. Because when you trust that you have the ability to do that, then you don't have much fear once you get into a relationship. I have built up my trust in myself so much that I don't worry if something's going to happen between Jason and I. Because I know I have all the skills and all the tools to either make this relationship thrive, or if we decide to split ways, I have all the skills and tools to make another relationship thrive. So whenever you go to your mom or your friend or person that you confide in to give you answers, what's happening is you're literally weakening your ability to think on your own. To create a solution that leaves you feeling peaceful and badass. You are weakening your ability to stand up for yourself in the heat of the moment, weakening your ability to understand what you really need and weakening your ability to effectively communicate. I know that's not what you want to do, but I need to lay it out there for you guys to see because it's so important we stop using what other people have told us as our solutions. I know with certainty, things will not magically change when you meet the right person. You will not all of a sudden have these magical skills of like, I can recognize how I feel and I communicate my needs perfectly and calmly That's not gonna happen when the right guy comes around. That is not the way that it goes. We have to gain the skills first and then the right person comes along. Now, if you don't feel like you have all the skills you need, that's okay. That doesn't mean you have to go find the skills before you go date. Oftentimes we develop, sharpen, and polish our skills and build our skills while we're in the dating process and that can happen very quickly. But every time you're using a prefabricated answer from some expert, you increase your failure rate for your future relationship. That is not dramatic. That is literally, I'm not kidding. Like I want you to think about it. If you're using prefabricated answers of how to text a guy back appropriately, what are you going to do when you don't have those answers and you're in the heat of the moment? I don't give a lot of text message responses to my clients, but I do teach them how to message guys and communicate in a way that supports themselves and the health of the future relationship if there's going to be one. I want you to have these skills too. Everybody in the world needs to have these skills. So if you can get into the habit of going to yourself for your answers, you're equipping yourself with the ability to communicate anything. We all say communication is the most important thing in a relationship. I believe that. But I can tell you so many people, most people are not effective communicators. When you have the ability to solve any problem right now and what you need, then you have the ability to solve any problem in your future relationship at any time without the fear that it's going to come off wrong or that it's going to push him away or that you're going to get the silent treatment. How many times does that happen? I think that's the biggest reason why we don't communicate is because we're like, well, in the past, I haven't said it right. Let's push the guy away. I've gotten the silent treatment. I don't want to do that again. So I better just not say anything. Maybe this just isn't such a big deal. And we minimize how we feel. We minimize our experience. We minimize our ability to be close to that person. You're capable of being the woman who is calm, I'm peaceful and trust herself and that's something that no man can take away when we build this skill within ourselves, that like I have the answers. You become the woman who sees a problem or a frustration in a relationship and she gets to the heart of what's bothering her, understands the solution she needs and then presents it to the man. Again, this is all stuff I practice and built when I was in my dating life. Because there's too many relationships where the woman and the man is feeling frustrated but they can't identify exactly what's wrong so they don't express it. It gets pushed under the rug or they identify what's wrong but they don't want to bring it up because they don't want to rock the boat. And this is what breaks and tears down a relationship. So what we need to do is rely on ourselves and build that muscle of trust in ourselves. And so the solution becomes really easy It comes down to asking ourselves better questions. And here are some of my most favorite questions that I love to ask myself. I ask myself these questions even to this day in my relationship. And I get my clients in the habits of asking themselves these questions. So why am I bothered by this? What exactly am I bothered by? There's a difference in being bothered by what a guy has done and then really understanding what I'm bothered by. So let me give you an example. If you're bothered by the fact that a guy hasn't made plans with you, that's the surface thing that you think is bothering you. But what's really bothering you is that you're feeling like he's not that interested. Do you see the difference? Second thing you're going to ask yourself is, did this person actually do something that's wrong? Or is it just not my preference? This happens a lot with clients. They will get frustrated about what some guy did, and then they just cut the guy off. And we have to identify that, oh, it was not my preference. He actually didn't do anything wrong. So a good example of this is a client was frustrated that a guy didn't really chat with her in between the dates that were scheduled. So the date was Tuesday, their next date wasn't till Saturday, and she didn't really hear from him much. What this was, what was happening was that she was getting emotionally, um, it, was, it was like emotionally rubbing her the wrong way, that he wasn't contacting her. But it was the emotion that was the problem and the fact that his actions weren't her preference, he wasn't actually doing anything wrong. Him not talking to her didn't mean that he wasn't interested. You see what I'm saying? So did this person actually do something that is wrong or is it just not my preference? The third question is, what's the ideal outcome? The ideal outcome has to do with an emotion that you're wanting to feel. So same situation with another client, which is she didn't really hear from a guy a lot between the dates. And I asked her, well, if you did hear from him, what would that give you? And she said, reassurance. So the emotion we're actually wanting to feel is reassurance. And then you're going to ask yourself, fourth question, What simple solution can I create that would support my ideal outcome? The ideal outcome being feeling reassured. What simple solution can I create for myself that's going to support my ideal outcome? A simple solution has to be an action that you can take for yourself and the person involved might be the supporting role. Those are the questions that you're going to ask yourself. You're going to get yourself in the habit of asking yourself higher quality questions because I can tell you what, you have all the answers. What you have not been taught is that you have the awareness, the solutions inside of you and everything that gets in the way of following through or having what you want is because you're doing what everyone else has told you to do and that not, that may not fit who you are. You're also weakening your ability that you that of knowing that you're gonna, of knowing, (laughs) excuse me, and understanding that you will be aware of what your future relationship needs. You are deserving of a better dating life right now. You're capable of creating that for yourself right now. You don't have to struggle or question or overthink or be hesitant of what could possibly go wrong because you've built so much trust in yourself and your abilities. And you can start doing that right now. My encouragement to you is ask these questions to yourself. Write them down. Put them where you can see it so that it can be something that you easily remember. That's all for this week. If you're not already joining me on Instagram, again, what are you doing? Why are you waiting? Don't get on Instagram if you don't have one, though. (laughs) You can join me here. And feel free to leave any questions that you have for me here or you can send them to me personally at kenna at gmail.com i'd love to answer your confusions i'll see you next week hey if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months it's time for a coach and we need to chat send me a message at co at gmail.com or on Instagram at the <laughs>